This is the H Dicky Pod. How about you introduce us today? How about that? On the spot. No, because then I can't spell. <laughs> Welcome back to Put 'em Up Duh. Put 'em Up Duh. Put 'em Up Duh. Put 'em Up Duh. At P U T E M P U P. Damn it! Spell for P U T E M U P D E U. I promise, I have my B A. I'm just I was never that good at spelling. Bullshit artist. Off the top. You I just need to. I just need to sit on paper. Bullshit artist. <laughs> God damn it! H Dick H Dicky Network. Aww. Uh, uh, we have a special guest today. This is Valentina. Valentina. Say hello. What do you know about boxing? What do you think about Bob Arum? Hey, she kind of looks like Clubber Lane from Rocky Three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ooh, hey, woman. Time for you to go to bed with a real bed. You scared of me, stallion? <laughs> you gonna let him talk to you like that? Um, all right. So. Terrence Crawford. Bud. And... Special K. Really quick, not that this matters. Okay. <laughs> but it kind of does. Okay. I saw some interview with Amir Khan being like, well, yeah, uh, Kell Brooks is gay. And I was like, okay. I, I, I was like, of course, me, I'm always like, and? Yeah, what does that have to do with boxing? He said it in like, like, like he's throwing him, under the bu- throwing him under the bus or something. And I was like, are you trying to be a dick? I need to go re-watch it, re-watch it, because just to be honest, I pulled the mark and I just saw the headline, and I'm telling the story as if it's actual fact. But I saw that, and I was like, what is this? What does that have to do with him taking a punch? Yeah, because he's a hell of a fighter, so what, what the fuck does it matter? I don't care what Kelberg's sexual orientation is. Same. You like what you like. I'm worried about my penis, not somebody else's. Who <laughs> cares? And that's how I feel, so I want to go back and, and look it up if you're out there and, and want to see it. Type in Amir Khan... Kell Brook, and I want to see it. I, I'll rewatch it and I'll come back to you guys next week. But I was like, "What the what the fuck?" Yeah, and they, I'm like, they don't "Are like each other?" But are people still insecure about like a football player or a boxer being gay because it's the most like masculine sport? I guess that's so stupid though. It's so outdated. And like you know, we grew up around, we came up in high school around the same time. So uh, yeah, then it was like super taboo, and you know, you couldn't yeah. do this and blah blah blah, and it was weird. Now it's like, what the fuck? What? Why? It's 2020. Why I've, the fuck do you still I've been care around about that? so many gay men? I don't ever feel uncomfortable because yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I'm it, secure in my heterosexuality. And I have no problem with people living their truth. It's so weird to me, bro. It's like, um, fucking plain. Fuck you, plain. It's so weird to me. Yeah, I want to rewatch. I just saw the YouTube clip and I was like, Ugh, I don't want to click on that. I can't stand America. I'm about to fillet this nigga for this shit. Do it. Glass no, he's the bitch. fucking hater. You're trying to you're trying to be a troll, which you never were, because you it's the only way you could get fights now. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Piece of shit. <laughs> Clear. What was I saying? Uh, fuck American. <laughs> it's so weird to uh, me. So back to what I was saying. Fuck American. Um, not really, but I just really hate. Why are you using that to make headlines? Yeah, man. Like you just want to be a troll to be a troll. It's like. Okay, I'll use this as a comparison. I have a really good friend who's a comedian. And I used to hate when people introduced him and was like, his name's Deshaun, what's up, Deshaun? He was like, hey, this is my boy Deshaun, he's a comedian. 
it's like you want people to fucking now. Now Deshaun has to be funny. Now he has to be this. Now somebody Dance has a for preconceived me, boy. notion. Make a joke. Tell me a yeah, joke. Yeah, it's like or like when people say it's my boy Manny. He's an actor, and I'm like, okay, now they're gonna have a preconceived notion about me. Now they want me to be a certain way. They expect me to be a certain way. I don't give a fuck if he's gay. The motherfucker is a hell of a fighter. He seems like a great dude. What the fuck are you bringing that up for? At least he won some rounds against Terrence yeah. Crawford, which your ass couldn't do. Yeah. And Amir Khan should not be calling people out. You know he got caught jacking off on Skype by his wife. What? Yeah. Amir Khan was jerking the gherkin, son. Christ. And his wife <laughs> His wife caught him on Skype with some other chick. He was jerking off. It's pretty sad. It's like you want to put somebody sad. else's shit out there after right. your shit got exposed and you whined about it and said how you had no privacy and that's none of anybody else's business. Right. But you want to call Kell Brook out because he might like men? Who cares? <laughs> Watch out go back and look at the clip and he says nothing about it. If so, I'm sorry. <laughs> if so, I'm sorry ahead of time. <laughs> I, just, I don't like Amir Khan anyway. This dude always is talking yeah. about how great he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has good hand speed. Yeah. But he doesn't have much else. He ain't got a chin. That's for damn sure. Potential was up here, man. And then every big fight he just let down, man. Um, I'm surprised he won that Maidana fight, man. I will, I'll will. give him some respect for that, but Yeah, it. that Yeah, I expected Maidana to kill him Same. within a couple of rounds. And Same. Somehow he survived. Yeah. He got dropped and got hurt a couple of times. Yeah, I but remember. I think maybe the speed, just Maidana could never really get to him, get to him yeah. enough to win. But yeah. Amir, for the most part... Has always underperformed. He got knocked out by Bradis Prescott. He got knocked out by Danny Garcia. I hit mm-hmm. the table, sorry. He got knocked out by Canelo. Yeah. Like, I mean, and bad. Terrence Crawford. Like, yeah, his knockdowns aren't just like, oh, no. shit, he got knocked Every one of his knockdowns <laughs> yeah. have been like. Up brain damage yeah. every time. Not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying, like. Yeah, it feel like he has a switch right here. Yeah. And right here. That if, if you touch it, he's just gonna, like, his knee, his legs no longer work and he just drops straight yeah, down. Yeah, his chin is made of balsa wood. <laughs> yeah. You can't talk shit about somebody yeah. Leave Kellbrook alone. Yeah. Kellbrook performed great for the first three rounds. It's like amazing. Terrence even said it. I don't know if you saw the little interaction he yeah. had after the fight yeah. where he said, fuck, man, your jab was so fucking fast and that mm-hmm. right hand. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't figure you out. I had to switch it up. I had to do something because mm-hmm. I started to panic. Yep. That's the first time I've ever seen Terrence Crawford readily admit that somebody really gave him problems in the yeah. ring. And then Kell was talking about it. He brought up a great point. I want to get your opinion. He mentioned it, but the announcer's or whoever was interviewing him didn't really catch it, but he was talking about how British boxing is behind the times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so true, because I noticed this a while ago. They all still fight that same old way with their, their high gloves, mm-hmm. with, like, I call them earmuffs. They put their gloves up, That's like, right. basically, like, earmuffs. They don't throw anything but straights, straight left, straight right. They don't really go to the body. They don't really have any versatility. They don't use their athleticism. And he talked about that, and that's why he struggled with Crawford so much. He said, I have never seen anybody do what he does in the ring because British boxing is so stringent about what they teach. They're not versatile enough, and that's why when they go over to America and they fight some of these black or Latino fighters, they're in a whole other world, and they're confused. They don't know what to do. That's right. Yeah, man. It's a it's a trip. I did catch that, and it was beautiful. It, first of all, it's very rare to get fighters to be so open and honest right after the fight. A week mm-hmm. or two later, they'll be open. But this was really cool to see them laughing and talking and, and just being like, I heard Kel say, oh, you could really crack or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Terrence just being Terrence and laughing and laughing and joking with them. And it was beautiful because, um, fuck, I totally lost my train of thought, that damn plane. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Um, Kale talking. You were saying about the love that they were showing. Oh, yes, okay, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I got lost my train of thought. So, British boxing, and it's a trip to me because on 
on certain aspects, they're ahead of the game. Like, uh, uh, Mark, my, my little brother, put me onto this Instagram where it's boxing science, and it's this British uh, trainer. Not really a boxing trainer, but he's training people for boxing, and they do a lot of rotational work, uh, a lot of stamina stuff, a lot of explosiveness to, to get punching power from your legs, and it's beautiful. And I do see a lot of British fighters doing that more than I see American fighters doing. So you would think it would translate, but if you're only staying in, in, in Europe and fighting that style, you don't get to see these slick-ass, stylistic fighters who fight like like it's not boxing, you know what I mean? They're either like putting their jabs up, giving you different looks, putting their, their left hand hella low. It's super interesting to see these stylistic matchups and to see how you know somebody like Hell Brooks can be super perfect on paper. Mm-hmm. And then you got somebody like Terrence who's just fucking all over the place and insanely good, and to see how the, 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 these things clash. But inevitably, that's that talent. It, talent always rises to the top, and it shows in the outcome. Yeah, and I think these uh, these black fighters and these Latino fighters, and pretty much the fighters in the Western Hemisphere, have really taken that Bruce Lee's ideology where mm-hmm. you, you water becomes right. the shape that is poured into. So they don't have any preconceived notions about how to fight. They adapt. They're versatile. They throw punches from weird angles. That type of shit you don't see in Europe yeah. right now. They're starting to get it, but they're years behind, like Kell Brooks said. I thought that was a, a very astute observation by him. Mm-hmm. And the announcers really didn't go with that. Mm-hmm. And I was really disappointed because I yeah. wanted to hear what they thought about that. Yeah, they just kept on fucking trying to get, well, who's better? Errol or... or they they asked that same question. Three times. Yeah, three or four different yeah. ways. It's like... He said, I don't know. They fought differently. Styles make fights. I can't definitively say who was better or who was worse. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, so are you saying Spence is better? Right. I just said it. I don't know. I just answered the question. It was like three or four years ago when I fought him. I'm a different man. How the fuck do you answer that? Yeah. Yeah, so it was just, it was sad. It was, it was very sad to see that they didn't take the bait and really push the narrative further and really challenge themselves to have a meaningful discussion about what he just brought up. Right. Instead, they just want to keep pushing. Terrence Crawford's better than everybody on the PBC. Mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford's better. Right. Hello? Like. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, back to Bud. I mean, Bud put on a hell of a fight, man. He wasn't being reckless in the beginning. He started off slow like he usually does. And when the time came, he just did it, and he cracked him with that was left hook or right. It was I don't a right know, on the way in. Southpaw, yeah, right hook Check coming hook in, right. yeah, and yeah. then just caught him on that temple shot like he does with a lot of fighters, and it's really interesting to see it. But his distance and his range and his timing is just crazy. It's on another level. And uh, I was speaking to another friend of mine about uh, Bud, and his name's Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. Um, he's not impressed with Bud. You know, he keeps what? saying that Bud um, hasn't fought anybody big, big enough, and hasn't had that real like top-notch competitor yet. He has a valid argument. I don't agree. And I, and I told him like uh, like I'm about to tell you guys, and like we always discuss Bud. It's not Bud's fault. Bob Arum is a piece of shit, and we're gonna say Bob Arum is a piece of shit in every podcast that we talk about. And it even came out, and you sent me a hell of an article with him just talking shit, saying he lost, he loses money promoting him. It's insane. So Bob Arum's argument is that Terrence Crawford should be doing more to promote himself. Bob Arum is the promoter. That is his <laughs> fucking job. That's like going to a massage parlor, yeah. and the masseuse hands you a foam roller and says, "Do what you do, yeah. and then pay me afterwards." Yeah. What the fuck are you here for? Look, 
it is a different day a little bit in that like even uh, actors for us you know uh, our network will tell us you know to promote the show and it's fine yeah of course we're gonna promote ourselves and Bud does promote himself man he's on Instagram he's uh, showing himself training he shows pictures of this he has hella sit on Instagram but what else do you want the man to do besides start his own promotion company and you don't want that Bob Arum is the one that has promoted this narrative that he's just this mean guy that just bullies people Terrence Crawford is hilarious. Yep. You guys should really go check out his Instagram live. Even today, he posted a video of him singing Alicia Keys. Nice. <laughs> all, her, all her hits, and he was butchering the shit out of them. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Yeah. There's also a great video that I've seen to you like four times, and I love it so much, mm-hmm. with him talking shit to Spence. Yeah. And you really see the charisma that yeah. Bud has they have not capitalized mm-hmm. on. His son is a fucking national, nationally ranked wrestler. Yes. They've never talked about that. Yep. Like, there's so many different avenues, and what makes people relatable and promotable, and what's put, what puts ass in the seats, and what bumps your pay per view buy rate up, is building a character that's, right. that's flexible, that shows a little shade of gray, this side of him, this side of him, mm-hmm. this side of him, so people can get to know him and they can want to support. Yeah. If you just push one narrative and make it some boring ass yep. caricature of what somebody would be, of course people aren't going to be interested. Bro, and Bob. Bam, to come out publicly and say I've uh, the amount of money that I've lost promoting him, I could build a nice house in oh, Beverly Hills. Oh, I'm so sorry for you, Bob Arum. Heaven forbid you right. have the number one pound for pound boxer in the world and have to promote. And let's be real, life's bro. so tough. It's a horrible comparing compare or a horrible analogy to make as a rich man. I don't know how much money you have. I'm assuming you're a very rich man. Stop saying dumb shit like that, man. After somebody who just beat the man you put in front of him. I don't yeah. know if you thought that was going to derail his career and that was a big risk for him and then you didn't have to deal with the shit. Now you have to, man. He's proven every point over and over again. Get this man the fight that he wants, which is either Manny or Spence or somebody big like that. Stop being a bitch. Go work with PBC. Go work with Mayweather. Work with whoever you have to. Put your ego aside for somebody that you signed. And, man, let's be real. When you sign somebody, you're... You're caring for them, man. You're putting these these guys' careers in your hands. And if you if you have your ego in the way, that's like me raising my son to, to be everything that I want him to be and fuck whatever he wants. And if you don't do what I want, then you're just a piece of shit. That's all bullshit. That's all ego, man. And you can't be that way when you have somebody's career in your hands. And here's a novel concept. If you can't do it, let him buy out his contract. Yeah. That's what you did with Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. when you couldn't promote him properly. Floyd Mayweather paid him 750 k yeah. and got out of his contract and became Money Mayweather yep. and started to promote his brand. Now look at him. If you can't do that, if yeah. you're losing money like you say you are... Why wouldn't you want to do the buyout? You're a scorn. You're just a scorned partner, man. You got burned. You realize that the person you had was great, and you don't want to let them go just out of fucking spite, and it pisses me off, man. And he's blaming the fact that Terrence Crawford had two bad pay-per-view buy rates on the fact that he's not he's not promotable. But who did you put him against? You put him against Victor Postal, who doesn't speak English, What's who it? nobody knew. Never seen looks, him before that. Who looks like Count Chocula. Yep. yep. And you expect that to sell? Decent fighter, but it's not going to sell. I mean, if you were going to do that pay-per-view, I would have at least dressed Terrence Crawford like Blade and had right. fucking, <laughs> fucking Victor Postal dress as Dracula right. and put it on a promotional Something. thing. Something. Yeah. But you did nothing. And the other pay-per-view was Amir Khan. Well, guess what? Amir Khan had already been knocked out three or four mm-hmm. times. He's not the draw he was before. That is not Terrence yeah, Crawford's man. fault. That's your fault yep. for not promoting him the right way. The PBC does a great job of promoting their guys. Like, I, I always am brought back to this. Nobody knew who Keith Thurman was, right? That's right? But every time I turn on a Fox affiliate, 
or any any station that's related to Fox, you see something about Keith Thurman when his fight's coming that's up. Right. One of the promos they air was Keith Thurman. <laughs> he's sitting in the park playing the flute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And then he did acupuncture after. <laughs> and then he had um, a meal from Sri Lanka because his wife, I think, is Sri Lankan or yeah. something like that. Yeah. They promote, oh, he's a different kind of black dude. He's into different shit. And now you relate to him. You're like, oh, he's kind of cool. He's not right. your stereotypical dude that I'm used to seeing who grew up in the hood, which Keith did, but they don't push that that's because right. they want you to get a real sense of who he is. Yeah. And that's what Bob Arum does not do. He has no creativity when it comes to promoting fighters of color, right. especially black people. Yeah. Latinos is a little easier because they automatically, they run the sport anyway, mm-hmm. so their fan base is kind of built in. Yeah. But Bob doesn't know how to promote a black fighter, so give him away. And it's fucked up. It's like you said, because Bud is so damn interesting, man. He's a family man. He seems to love his kids and his partner. Um, he's just funny. I, I, he, to me, he's so damn likable, so I just don't understand why it's happened. So, uh, I'll just wrap it up by saying, fuck Bob Arum, like I always do. And uh, what I wanted to ask you, okay, so, what's next for Bud? Man, I don't fucking know. If he fights Manny, who's going to win and how? Ooh. I feel like it's going to be a tricky-ass fight in their prime or in Manny's prime. I would have been I would have been a little worried for Bud because mm-hmm. the in-and-out that, that Manny does, speed. it just causes so many, so many problems. He's man. like a rabbit, right? You can't yeah. ever figure out what direction he's going, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, and he can punch hard on the move, which is really hard to do. Like, both feet can be off the air, and he's kind of like, and yeah. it's super fucking fast, and he comes with power, and it blows my mind every time. But Manny of this age... I don't know if he could take him. I feel and I hope Bud's going to be smart and just keep that distance and use that long-ass reach that he has and his timing, catch him coming in, or catch him the way Marquez caught him. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, what I think, I I slightly agree with you in that um, I think Bud's going to win, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think the key is not to keep him at distance because then you allow the darts in and out. I would try to keep him at mid-range for my hooks. Okay. Which is his punch. Yeah, Yeah. Terrence knocking everybody out with the hooks. So I keep him mid-range with the hooks and then get him inside and try to wear him out. He's 40-something years old. I would try to tire him out a little bit so those legs start to go. Yeah. But I do think it's it's the most difficult fight of his career, even right now. Just the way Manny handled Keith Thurman. Okay. Think, I think he'll give Terrence Crop- Crawford problems. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a, it'll be a hell of a stylistic, interesting fight, but I don't think he's going to give him problems. And as much as I'd like to see that fight, I want to see that Spence and Bud fight so bad right now yeah. while they're still in their prime. And I'm saying that with an asterisk because I want to see how Bud, how uh, how Spence looks against, against Danny. Danny. Yeah. Um, and that's coming up in December. December fifth. Yeah. December fifth. Um, because it's going to be a true telltale sign if he's the same fighter because that accident. It was fucking horrific, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that the dude is okay and yeah, seemingly. Yeah. I just really hope nothing, you know, there's no lingering pain because he, man, he fucking, that car went in the air and flipped a bunch of times. Yeah, man. And oh, one more thing I was going to say. Like, I was having an argument with somebody because they were like, Terrence will knock him out with a counterpunch. He's a better counterpuncher than Ooh. Marquez. Spencer, man. Oh. Terrence Crawford will knock Manny Pacquiao out with okay. a counterpunch because he's a better counterpuncher than Juan Manuel Marquez, which I actually don't okay. disagree with, but. People are overlooking the fact they're giving Marquez all this praise for knocking him out, which is 100% warranted. Mm. Motherfucker had 36 rounds of looking at Manny. That's right. So there's very little that Manny could have shown him that he hadn't seen already. Mm-hmm. Whoever fights Manny now doesn't have that luxury. That's right. So I don't think they're going to be able to land that shot because they're never. there's no sparring partner that you can bring in right. that's going to emulate Manny Nobody fucking Pacquiao. Right. That guy's yeah. insane. Yeah. He's like the Tasmanian devil <laughs> yeah. did three lines of coke. Like, you, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know how to prepare for that. Right. So... 
I do think it's an intriguing fight. I would like to see the Spence fight, but the problem is Bob Aaron overplays his hand in negotiations every time. And I want to talk about this because this is important. The, the sport of boxing is very weird in that the greatest fighter or the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter isn't always the biggest draw. So sometimes fighters and promoters have to take less money because they're taking a chance on the ability of their fighter. And that's what Bob Arum has refused to do, and that's why Terrence Crawford hasn't gotten the fights he made. What is it, 40% that he's, he's unwilling to take? He doesn't want, yeah, he, doesn't want to, he wants to do 50-50. Did Floyd, you want to know how much Floyd Mayweather made against Oscar De La Hoya? Mm-hmm. $25 million. Sounds like a big number. Oscar made 55 mm-hmm. because Oscar was the draw, yeah. even though Floyd was number one pound for pound. So is your Sergio Martinez, number two pound for pound fighter in the world. When he fought Miguel Cotto, who wasn't even in the top ten pound for pound, he made a fifth of what Miguel Cotto made. Yeah. That's what a promoter does. You say, okay, well, you know what? We may lose a little bit on the front end of this fight, but I have the confidence that my fighter will win this fight and be a bigger star afterwards. Right. And so I take a chance on him because that's what I signed up to do yeah. when I signed him. And that's what Aaron won't do because he's a bastard. Bro, well fucking said, one, man. You're so fucking right, man. You have to be willing to bet on yourself and your guy. Yeah. Because, like, again, you could get so much money on the back end, and then that next fight, you're the one. Yeah. You're the one, so you got to prove it. And, again, we always bring up Mayweather, but all fucking respect to him because he knew that shit. Yeah. He knew I'm going to walk through him and... And my career is going to take off from here on out. Then I'm going to be the A-side. Yeah. But you have to take that. And if you're, if you're Bob Arum and you're old and you're stuck in your ways and you're like, no, 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 I'm the fucking man. I'm My promotion company is it. 50-50 or nothing. You're just fucking up your fight. You have no options. Right. Terrence Crawford has no options for his next fight if they don't make Manny. Right. Who else is he going to fight? What are you right. going to dig McDonough up out of Argentina? Right. <laughs> He's probably got like four hot dogs in his mouth right now. Yeah. He's not going to be ready anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah, man. The thing about Spence is he has three other options besides... Freaking uh, Danny Garcia that he can mm-hmm. do. You have to realize that going into the negotiation. Yeah. If you don't make that fight, Spence can say, fuck it. I'm going to fight Canelo. Fuck it. I'm going to fight Porter during yeah. match. Fuck it. I'm going to fight Keith Thurman, who I hate, mm-hmm. which is weird. Spence yeah. said he doesn't hate anybody but Keith Thurman because That's he weird. feels like he's fake. Huh. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That kind of took me back because Keith Thurman seems so likable. Yeah, He's just yeah. a goofy, earthy black dude. Yeah. It's kind of like a hippie. Yeah. I don't see why anybody would hate him, but yeah. So there's other options for him. So going into the negotiation, you have to be realistic. This guy can fight X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So I can't ask him for a 50-50 split because my fighter doesn't have other options. Right, right. That's what promoters do. That's what good promoters do. Even Oscar De La Hoya wouldn't do this. Right. Like, you're an idiot, Bob Arum. You're seeing now. You need to be in a home somewhere. You shouldn't have the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world. You don't deserve him. And the fact that you're saying, oh, he needs to promote himself like Teo does, like Shakur does. I mean, yes, they do do a great job of promoting themselves, but they can't carry a pay-per-view yet either. Right. So... The fact that Terrence Crawford isn't a pay-per-view star isn't on him. It's on you. Absolutely. You are a promoter. That is your job. Yeah, man. Like, we can talk about this shit forever. And the last thing I'll say about it, if you have a business and you're the artist, let's say you're you're a, a fucking great accountant. You're great with numbers. You can't do your job and run the phone and man the phones and talk to new clients. You have to hire somebody to do that for you. Let the artist be the artist mm-hmm. and let the fucking business people be the business people. So don't tell the artist to, to help you do your job. You do your fucking job. Let the fighter fight. Yeah, man. So it pisses me off. Yes, it's great that the, that the artist now wants to help promote a little bit, but he's not going to do the whole thing. Fuck you. You do your job. You're being paid to promote, which 
brings me to Canelo. I was just about to ask you, man. <laughs> I've never... Is it Cal- Callum? Yeah, Callum Smith. So I talked about him last never week. Never seen him I fight. Thought, and by the way, I made a mistake last week. I said Caleb Plant is a southpaw. He is not a southpaw. Okay. For some reason in my head, I always make him out, make him into a southpaw. Yeah. It's like he with Teo and Leo. Right, I'm like, like, I always flip it. <laughs> and then right after the podcast, I watched and I was like, oh, he's actually not a southpaw. Uh-huh. He is slick. He does kind of remind me of Spence, the way he throws his hooks from like a, a weird Brit? angle. No, he's he's um he's American. Really? Mm-hmm. A white American fighter. Yeah, he's oh, good. Shit. He's fast. He's athletic. Yeah. That was the fight I wanted them to make. They're gonna make the Callum Smith fight because it'll do well overseas. Okay. I don't think Callum Smith has a chance of winning. Why will it do well overseas if he's a American? Brit? He's a Brit. Oh, Callum, he's a Brit. Callum Smith is a Brit. Oh, okay. That's Caleb Plant is American. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So Callum Smith is weird because he's a bigger guy. He's six mm-hmm. three, oh, but shit. he has a shorter reach than me. I have a 78-inch reach, which means, you know, I have to reach. Ooh, ooh. Well, I'm just saying Check for comparison's sake. big reach on Will. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, have a, I have the reach of a 6'6 guy. Yeah. Callum Smith is 6'3", but has the reach of a 6'1 guy. So it's kind of weird because yeah. when they made that fight, Canelo's only 5'9". Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, well, Callum Smith's probably going to want to work from the outside. He can't really. Right. For one, he's slower, and he doesn't really have that big of a reach advantage. Yeah. I think it's a bad matchup for Callum Smith. I think Caleb's going to – Caleb. Bro. Canelo's going to ice him. And that uh, – a height advantage against Canelo is not an advantage. No. The way the motherfucker digs to the body, like, it's not going to fucking And the way work. he slips punches, yeah. he's going to get inside and rip him to shreds. Yep, yep. So – I'm excited I, to see it because I am excited to see what Canelo looks like now that he's off on his – does he have his own company now or is he with Yeah, he has a Canelo promotions okay. program. But the weird thing is, so he – this fight's going to be on DAZN, which he just left. The fuck? DAZN signed him to an 11-fight, $365 million deal, okay. with the caveat being that DAZN would approve whatever opponent he wanted. Okay. So they, they would have the right to refusal. So originally, um, Canelo didn't want to do the third Triple G fight, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, because Triple G beat him the first fight. Mm-hmm. Somehow they had a draw, and he beat him the second fight to me. Or maybe a draw. Yeah, I say a draw in the second But Canelo round. got the decision in that, so he doesn't want to do a third one. Yeah. So he left his own with that being the reason, because he's sick of them not allowing him to fight who he wants to fight. Mm-hmm. He actually wanted to fight Billy Joe Saunders. Do you remember Billy remember Joe Saunders? Billy Joe. He's fun. He's a fun, his fun guy. His kid punched a dude in the nuts at the way oh, last that. time. Yeah, I remember that. That shit pissed me off. Yep. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. And it wasn't some little kid. This is not a two-year-old or a three-year-old. This kid was like nine years yeah, old. That shit ain't cute, man. The guy was weighing in, and he punched him in the dick. And Billy Joe Saunders laughed about it. That shit ain't cute, man. No, man. Yeah. So I, ever since that, I can't stand Billy oh, Joe yeah. Saunders. Yeah. His style is okay. It was kind of fun and slick. But after a while, I was like, mm, I don't really think you have it to beat the elite guys. No, no. So no. I used to want him to fight Canelo. Not anymore. I'm curious to see this uh, Caleb. Callum? <laughs> Callum Smith. See, God damn. They're so close to names. Yeah. I'm curious to see it. How old is Canelo now? Is he in his... I think he's 30. Okay. Or 31. Yeah, and it, it's always this interesting uh, age range in fighters where they either continue going and they just uh, get more creative defensively and yeah. are smarter with their punches. Or they just start declining. So I'm really curious to see it, man. I'm excited. Um, but the fact that it's power. on his own. Yeah, it's weird. Because they, they just broke away from each other. Yeah. And Golden Boy just broke away. But now they're doing his next fight. Yeah. So I think he's just at this point going to take whatever is the most lucrative fight for him. Yeah. Which I think is great. That's what Mayweather did towards the end of his career. He yeah. just kind of went around and picked whatever he wanted. And yeah. I think Canelo's earned that right. What do you think about, and I've been meaning to ask you this for the longest time, what do you think about some people having Canelo number one pound for pound? I don't know what they base it on. I don't either. Um, he, great fighter in my top ten? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 
How? He again, if you if you want to go with Bud's career or whoever else they had, he hasn't had that like one fight yet. Yeah. You can't call the Triple G one because Triple G was already kind of Asian and yeah, he was dangerous, but he didn't clearly win the first one. And he, if I'm sorry, I he, he didn't. Lost sorry, the first yeah, one. sorry, he didn't clearly win the second one because I thought he lost the first one as well. Close fight. You can argue both ways. Your opinion is your opinion, but I don't see it. I don't see it yet. Does he have the potential to do it? Yeah. But I was blaming Golden Boy Promotions for so long. Now that he's free, I really want to see if he's going to be that guy to be like, no, I need someone to push me. I need to, I need to have that fighter that's going to make me. And it's just weird to me to have a fighter number one pound for pound when in his biggest fights he hasn't definitively won. Right. It's always been a decision yeah. that's been disputed. That's right. It's always or it's been somebody that's a little bit past their prime, like mm-hmm. Kovalev, who had been knocked out two of his three fights before he right. fought Canelo. He's never really had that definitive, unarguable win against somebody in their prime. That's right. Like Terrence Crawford, like Errol Spence even, mm-hmm. like Inoue, mm-hmm. who has fought all the best fighters in his weight class and knocked them the fuck out. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I just don't know. I don't know why. I think they, they're confusing fandom with skill and with resume. Yeah. Yes, he's the most popular but I don't think he's the most pound, the pound for pound yeah. best. It's like, like saying Drake's the best rapper out. Yeah. Like, he's not. Yeah. Is he, is he great at what he does? Absolutely. But he's not, man. Your numbers don't mean shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's just an interesting argument. I wanted to get your take. I think he's yeah. probably in the low part of the top ten for Same. me. Same. Like, I think Inoue's better. I think Crawford's obviously better. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to put guys behind him that haven't lost. Yeah. And have won all their biggest fight by knockout. Yeah. I don't understand how he's number one. That is insane to me. Same. Bro, last thing last thing, and then we'll get out of here. But I, I, I saw this on Instagram, and I don't know if it was just somebody that just made this shit up or if it's actually a, uh, a potential fight. They had Shakur Stevenson, a picture of Shakur Stevenson, and uh, fuck, I'm, I'm forgetting his name already. Is it Isaac Oscar or is it Oscar Cruz? Isaac Cruz? Isaac little, Cruz, yeah. Dude. Oof. I was like, nah, that's... Oof. Hmm. Oof. I was like, uh, is it Cruz? I was like, my, my first thought was Cruz is too little, but I was like... No. But he's fucking... The little dudes that come with power create such a problem. The way they dig to the body. So Shakur's distance could be great to handle the fight, but man, that little motherfucker is strong. Cruz, I'm, I'm speaking on, and I'm, I'd really like to see that fight. Me too. That's a great stylistic clash. Because yeah. you know... You know Cruz is going to want to get inside, get his head inside of Shakur's chest and go to that body. That's right. And you know Shakur is going to want to do the gazelle-like movement. I think that's a great analogy you had a couple weeks ago where you said he, the way he darts in and out is like a gazelle. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And so it's going to be interesting to see. It's almost like Jose Luis Castillo against Mayweather. Yeah. That's what I think it would look like mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. where one guy's trying to impose the wheel on the other one. Yeah. And it's going to force Shakur to really show his mettle and, yeah. and bite down that mouthpiece and go to war with this guy because he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I really that that thick neck motherfucker is gonna be in his shit all night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and and nobody wants to fight Shakur right now. So it gave me hope that the fight could happen because if nobody's willing to take you on, why not take on a young up and coming fighter who looks like he could be the shit and stop him right 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 in his prime? Yeah. The way fucking Mayweather did with Canelo. It's like, all right, you guys want to say he's the next one? He's the shit. Put him in front of me. Ooh. And what did he do? Just school the shit out of him. Damn, I love that fight. That's a great, great yeah. idea. So I want to see if it's you know a another fight. thing I saw right before we get out of here. Yeah. Rougarou, Regis, Regis Progre is being talked about as the next opponent for uh, Terrence Crawford. Regis Progre, he fought. Oh, yeah. The, uh, that could be interesting. 
Holy shit. If he's in shape, Rougarou would be an interesting matchup for uh, Terrence Crawford. Man, I got such a love-hate thing with Rougarou. Rougarou. His name is Regis. You can call him him Regis. That's his real name. Because when he had the biggest fight of his life, man, the dude just kind of tanked it, and I don't know what the yeah, fuck he Josh was doing. Yeah, Josh Taylor, yeah. Yeah, whether he was trying to like show that he could like bang with them the way that, that, that uh, Josh wanted to fight, but he really let me down. He came back and had a really great performance this, this last fight. Can he beat Bud? I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd definitely I'd watch, watch it. it. I mean, when I say I don't like a matchup, it doesn't mean I'm not going to watch. I watch right. everything. Same. So Same. I would love to see him try if – I'm saying if we know damn well Bob Aaron is going to give him a good fight, True. he's not going to get a PBC fight. He's probably not going to get the Manny fight. Yeah. Manny will probably fight Spence or Mikey Garcia next. Mm-hmm. I'm down for it if Terrence is stuck with top rank and is going to have to fight on that under that banner. I would I'd be down for a Rougarou fight. Yeah. So yeah. that's not a bad thing, I guess. We shall see. Anyway. Time for us to get on out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every week, man. We have so much fun doing this. Um, for Manny Montana, Willie Mon, at LB Manny Montana. At Will Mondi. At Put Em Up Duh. At P-U-T-E-M-D-E-U-X. Yes. God damn it, I did it. Before I get out of here on my end, I want to say my fav- one of my favorite fights that I encourage people to watch, Kevin Kelly versus Nassim Hamid. Oh, it's got man. all the great theatrics okay. of an entrance, like the Brits do it. The British do it the right way mm-hmm. with the entrances. They're all over the top. Yeah. And it is a slugfest. So if you guys are looking for a throwback fight that you would really enjoy, I'll try to post a clip on our page so you can see some of the crazy-ass action of that fight. Yeah. That fight was insane. And if you just want to see a funny-ass dude walk to the ring, Nassim was the fucking man. Yeah, one his time dancing. he came out on the magic carpet. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking flipping over the ring sometime. He, he just insane. fights so unconventionally. Yeah. His hands are down below his nutsack yeah. and he's just throwing from there like it's yeah. the weirdest shit to watch I like and, and people found it so sorry I'm, I'm gonna get out of here people found it so um, appealing and interesting and I used to always get mad I liked it too but I was like man if that dude was black people would be hating on him so much oh, yeah. talking all kind of shit but let him do it and it's charming it pissed yeah. me off so fucking much yeah. <laughs> anyway we're gonna get on out of here uh, again we're on the H. Dickey Network make sure to check us out uh is it iTunes? Apple. I was going to say Apple. Same thing. Ah, so stupid. <laughs> Make sure to give us a five-star rating. Leave a comment. Anything that you want. We still have a bear background, so whatever you guys think we should we, put up. We bear backing out here. As <laughs> <laughs> the saying, Canada, peace out. Zip it up and zip it up. Zip it up. Bye-bye. <laughs>